your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Uh, it is time now for the Friday morning coffee break on the show. Delighted to welcome Michael Gleeson of Michael Gleeson and Young Gleeson's Shoes in Limerick, auctioneer uh, Brian Nestor of Nestor Shanahan and Linda Sheehan of Rock Barton Garden Centre. You're all very welcome. And uh, unfortunately this morning we have to uh, start on a truly tragic note and that was that absolutely terrible school massacre uh, that shooting that happened in Texas and uh, one of uh, the strongest uh, moments we've heard since then came from uh, a very famous basketball star in the US, Steve Kerr, uh, who is now a manager uh, in the NBA. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here, and a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for 2 years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. There's a very strong contribution there from Steve Kerr. And unfortunately, since he spoke, uh, the death toll went up and uh, you know, full of angst and all of that. Um, uh, Linda, what do you think after the last few days? Um, Joe, well, it is an absolutely tragic event, I suppose. Um, I have five children myself. I send them to bus on the school to school in the, on the bus in the morning. My biggest worry is that they'll get there on the bus safely, that there's no accident. I can't. I was just reading through some of the documentation where you know it's practiced in schools about what to do if there's a shooting. Like what these families are going through is utterly, utterly tragic. Um, there are no words to comfort any of these parents who didn't realise any of this was going to happen. Obviously that day. But what I would do, like they're talking about gun control and everything else, but what I would do is, like in the article, they're talking about um, this person being the act of a lone deranged criminal. But like, as far as I'm aware, this is his first act of any criminality. So I would wonder what made this person decide that morning, I'm going to go out and kill school children. Regar- what made him decide, I'm going, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go out and kill school children. 
there's something wrong with that sentence. Yeah, there is. And, and I mean, there, there are just awful, um, tragic ironies in the middle of this. First of all, he shot his grandmother. Um, then he got in the car and it appears as though he crashed the car and it was coincidental that he crashed the car at or around the school. Um, he then climbed out of the car into the school and started shooting. And now all sorts of distraction tactics are being started um, already by um, the, the gun lobby in the States saying, oh, well, you know, what we really need is more security at schools. Um, and, you know, anyway. Um, Brian, what do you make of it? Morning, Joe. How are you doing? Yeah, uh, not too bad. Very tragic events uh, that are happening, I suppose, in America and over the world. And that, um, yeah, it's 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 uh, what makes somebody to, to you know to do something like that. You know, it's uh, it you just can't put words into it. I suppose my thoughts and prayers are with the, the families and relatives and friends at large and the community. And that it's quite a shock to a population that's only twenty four or twenty five thousand. That, um. It's uh, it, yeah, it's 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 bonkers, you know. I suppose what reading through the lines of, I suppose what you read in the media, whether you can believe it or not. But I suppose this young lad was uh, bullied at school, namely. Uh, I think the parents are split in that. So, and he was living with his grandparents in that. But uh, as I see it, it was a perfect storm for something to happen. Yeah, you know. Did you see the, uh, the stuff about the, the uh, Steve Kerr made a reference to the shooting of the elderly people uh, in Buffalo in upstate New York? It appears that the guy who did that, in his high school yearbook, he had written as one of his ambitions, murder-suicide. The school contacted the authorities to flag this fact, and yet he was still able to go in and legally buy the gun that he then used to kill those elderly people. It's it's just it's just the mindset of a person. As, as a friend of mine always says to me, there's only a hair's breadth between insanity and sanity, you know. Uh, but there's always a catalyst behind it. Do you know what I mean? It's not as the lady was saying there. You know, there was obviously something brewing there. Uh, I think as far as I know, reading through the lines as well, is that he crashed the vehicle. I think trying to gain entry into the school. I think there is a sort of a perimeter around there or something like that. And he was met by the there's protocols in place in all schools across America in that in case of one of these terror or not terrorists I should say it's a home it's a homegrown incident you know um, that something like this would happen that they take their the procedures and that and all that in just in case of something like this did happen but seeing there was a security guard or somebody at the door that met him. Yeah, well, apparently uh, they, they're, now, they're now saying that didn't actually happen. So that it's, didn't happen. It's, it's, right. it's, all, okay. it's, all, very, it's all very confused. There was an armed guard on the premises, but the suggestion now is they didn't meet him. But, I mean, this is all part of the, of, I suppose, of the ongoing investigation. Uh, Michael Gleeson, um, what do you make of it? Well, <coughs> Joe, you brought it home during the week when you said that our children here uh, do a drill for fire and other events. And you say that the American children do a drill for shootings. Is was that correct? Yes. Well, I mean, that that seems that they're alert to what's happening all the time, and they're still not able to do much about it. I mean, when you think of children doing a drill for shooting, it seems seems frightening. So 
Um, but I'm, uh, what, I, what I don't get is, you know, we had one of the teachers from the secondary school at Sandy Hook, uh, the elementary school back in 2012, where, which was the last most significant mass shooting of young children. Uh, he was in this studio because he'd been invited over by Narrative 4 here in Limerick. And uh, he talked about that day and everything that had gone on. And that's almost 10 years ago. Yes. And, and there, there are multiple mass shootings in the US all the time. And, you know, the, I suppose the, the, the really interesting one here is what, yes. w- what would happen if they didn't have access to the guns? To take your point, point Brian, um, if somebody decides to go out and do damage, can they do less damage if they don't have a semi-automatic rifle with them? Am I correct in saying, the, Joe? The one instrument that is very uh, evident nowadays is a knife, I suppose. Uh, they say, and as well in America, that with a population of 400 million, there's just as many rifles, if not more, than that. Um, to take away... The, it, it, it's, it's crazy, the system that they have there, I suppose, more so in Texas, that they're not... They're, they're very blasé about it that I, as far, and I could be corrected on this, is that to show that you're 18 years of age, uh, it's like going into a street shop. Uh, I'd like to have this, this, and this. And would you have a few of those as well you could throw in as well? You know, it's absolutely bonkers. Like. Guns, I mean, Guns, yes, yeah. guns are anything you want. So if yeah. you were driving a car, you have to get 12, you know, 12 lessons. Uh, you have to get tested then as well to see if you're capable of driving a vehicle or anything like that. There's none of that. It's like sort of you just walk in there and just, you know, I just want this and that and that's it. Mm. It's, it's bonkers. Right, but more our researcher made the great point during the week that you have to be 21 to drink alcohol in the US. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, there you go. It's, 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 yeah. just, uh, it's just a horrific, absolutely. Yeah. I have two children myself and uh, it's absolutely, my heart goes out to those people. And, and uh, uh, Michael, sorry, you were uh, yeah. trying to make another point there? I was no. I was just going to say you've made it already. You said I said you you could you can buy a gun at eighteen, but you can't buy a pint of beer at eighteen. So it seems a very funny law. Mm. But the only thing is, um, uh, Linda, if you look at the Scottish example, it's it's a really good one. Um, unfortunately, because they had the tragic Dunblane shooting, and they changed their gun laws after that. And similar to here, it doesn't mean that people can't access guns. You know, like here, they have a, a, a tradition of you know, game shooting and clay pigeon shooting and all of that. But there are regulations around it that are strict, including here, you know, there, there are licensing uh, arrangements that have to be put in place. You're supposed to have your gun and ammunition separately um, if you have it, for example, to protect a farm. And you're supposed yeah. to have it locked up. That's right. You're supposed to have it in a safe with a lock and key that nobody else can access it. Um, and if I'm right, um, if you want to buy a handgun, you must be part of a shooting range that uses, you know, that you're using it for a purpose. It's not just that you want to have a handgun. It's not that there's no purpose behind it. Um, so there are very strict laws yeah, and regulations. You can't go into the local corner shop and, and buy a semi-automatic no. weapon. No, absolutely not. No. And as Michael and yourself said, with regards to the drinking laws, um, and even about what Brian there was saying about you know learning how to drive, you've all these regulations. But even, I suppose, the idea, the regulations and everything else are one thing. But if somebody is determined to go out and do something, then why is that? I would always go back to the question beforehand of why. 
what is it that's causing these people to do these things? Like they're talking about this person being a deranged criminal. The person last week was a fascist or a supremacist. What is going on with the people that this is how they're, I don't want to say expressing themselves, but what is it behind all of this? Is it to do with all these, you know, video games? Is that part of it? They're violent video games that they're watching as children? Is it they're... There's no supervision of these children when they're growing up. Like, what is it behind it? It can't... That man, he went out just after his birthday to buy these guns, and he had a plan. He didn't just start from nowhere. But what is it that turned him into that? Because I can tell you as a mother, of, there's no way you would think that any of your children are going to turn out that way. So what is it? What is happening in the country to say that that's the kind of person that's growing up there? Yeah, and I, I mean, I, and I don't think, I don't think, certainly I'm not, I don't think any of us are in any way anti-American. I mean, I think America's a great no. country in many, many respects. But it is like they have a blind spot when it comes to accepting a connection between the laws around guns and continuous mass shootings. Yeah. Anyway. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Limerick.